0: Underdog. We always root for the underdog, the person or team or people that is expected to lose. Thus, many are excited and support the Morocco soccer team, who was expected to fall to greater teams and made it instead to the World Cup semifinals. Unless your own team or country or representative is favored to win, it is in our nature to cheer for the underdog. Our nation has traditionally been the underdog, not only in ancient Egypt where we were enslaved for hundreds of years only to win in the end and see Egypt lose, but also throughout history after both our temples were destroyed and we were forced into exile. Whenever we were in the diaspora, we were underdogs, powerless and hopelessly at the mercy of our hosts. But unlike most underdogs, no one rooted for us. Either publicly or in private, they all wished we would just succumb and disappear. Even when we regained our independence in 1948 and defeated five invading Arab countries, we were still considered underdogs up until the 1967 war, after which our strength was recognized by all and resented by most. No one but we ourselves roots for us, and any outside support we do receive is motivated by self-interest on the part of other countries. We can only rely on God and ourselves. When an underdog beats the odds and wins, that is usually because he performed above his caliber due to confidence and belief in his cause. He believes in himself no matter what others or what circumstances prevail. History is loaded with cases of underdogs who emerge victorious from the clutches of defeat, whether in war, sports, contests, elections, and all other instances of opponents squaring off. Was there ever a bigger underdog than Yosef, as we find in this week's Parshat HaShavua? Almost killed by his brothers, sold into slavery, exiled to a foreign land, he could easily have given up. He was all alone. Later on, after he attained a high position in Potiphar's house, he was again denigrated and thrown into jail on trumped-up charges. He was always the underdog, yet he never lost faith in heaven. The verse, that sa- the verse says that Yosef was handsome and good-looking. Rashi quotes the Midrash that this indicates that Yosef's ego got to him. After he attained a position in Potiphar's house, he ate and drank and beautified himself. So God punished him with the false charges. This explanation connects the verse about his appearance with the episode of Potiphar's wife that follows. Kesef Yosef offers another explanation for mentioning Yosef's beautiful beautiful appearance Connecting this verse with the previous verses describing how he was sold in slavery to Potiphar. When a person falls on hard times, you can usually see it in his face. Just by looking at an acquaintance, you can determine his mood and position. Yosef was so righteous and his belief in heaven was so strong that despite all of his travails, he never lost his confidence, trust, and love of God. He knew what Nochem Ish Gamzu always said generations later, Gamzu Latova, everything that happens is for the good. And the proof of this was Yosef's beautiful appearance. Just by looking at him, you could tell that he wasn't troubled, but rather confident that despite being the underdog, he would eventually win with God's help. Never lose hope. Shabbat Shalom.